Hey, this is Nick Gomez from The Walking Dead and Dexter. Hi, Sister K. Hi, Sister J. Hey, y'all. This is Lou Temple. You know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and you're listening to Sister Speak. Keep on listening. You follow me? Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your man Vincent M. Ward from the hit show The Walking Dead. as the character Oscar and from True Blood, Hollis. I'm here on Sister Speaks. What's happening with y'all? Hey, sisters, what's going on? This is Chad L. Coleman, Tyrese from The Walking Dead. What's up? Let's talk about it. I'm Lincoln, I play back on The Walking Dead, and this is Sister Speaks. This is John Bernthal telling y'all to listen up. Hello to the podcast, coming to you not live, but coming to you from the Philly Comic Con and sending big love. This is Sarah Callies. Bye. Hey, this is Steven Young. Hi to Sister Speak. Hey, what's up, Sister Speak? This is Lawrence Gilliard Jr., also known as Bob Stuckey on The Walking Dead. Just sending a shout out. What's up? Hi, Sister Speak. This is Alana Masterson from The Walking Dead. Denise Crosby from The Walking Dead, and I just want to welcome you to Terminus. Hello, Sister Speak. This is Jeff Cooper. Hey, it's Josh McDermott from The Walking Dead, and when I'm bored, I'm listening to Sister Speak. Hey, hey, hello, how are you? How's everybody out there in podcast land? This is Irony Singleton, a.k.a. T-Dog from The Walking Dead. Just want to give you a shout-out to the Sister Podcast Company. Thanks so much for all the love and support. Take care. God bless. Peace. Yeah. Hey, this is Ross Marquand. I play Aaron on The Walking Dead. You're listening to Sister Speak. Hello, this is Adrian Turner. I play Dwayne on The Walking Dead, and I just wanted to say, hey, Sister Speak. Sister Speak, this is Seth Gilliam from The Walking Dead. Plays Father Gabriel. Just wanted to say hello. Hi. Sister Speak Podcast, this is Lenny James, play, who plays Morgan Jones. Hope all's well. Uh, hope you're having a good time. And now I'm going to stop. Bye. Hi, this is Tova Felchu. How are you, Sister Speak? And I'm here to tell you how much I love being on The Walking Dead as the head of Alexandria. Hello, everyone at Sister Speak. It's Kyla Kennedy, and I play Mika Samuels on The Walking Dead, and I cannot wait to listen to your podcast. Hi, Sister Speak. This is Ryan Charbonneau, and I'm here at Walker Soccer, Pennsylvania. It's nice to virtually meet you. Daniel Bonjour. I'm Aiden on The Walking Dead. Just want to say hi to Sister Speak. Hey, Sister Speak. This is Steve Coulter, Reg Monroe from The Walking Dead. Hope you're all doing great, and keep watching. Hi, Sister Speak's podcast. <laughs> I'm Major. Sister Speak, I have nothing to add to this conversation, being not a sister or, well, a brother. Unless you're talking about me having brothers, and I do. I'm the whitest dude on the planet. That's all I got. You're some fine-looking woman in that room, I bet, though. Hi, I'm Caitlin Akon, and I play Enid on The Walking Dead. Hey, it's Jason Douglas uh, from The Walking Dead, and uh, this is a shout-out to Sister Speak. Keeping it real. Hey, Sister Speak, this is Tom Payne, who plays Jesus on The Walking Dead. I hear you've been talking about me a lot. Y'all keep doing that, okay? Hey, sisters, this is Ray from Cali. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, you want me to do what? Chop off my child's arm. <laughs> Knigget, fuck you, okay? Um, everybody, I'm sorry, but it looks like we better start saying our prayers because tonight is the night we all gonna die before we wake. 
Hello, sisters and fam. It's Jeff Grimes from House Baelish, and it's time for humans to bite back. Gah. This is Procrastinella, out here in these streets looking for the swagger of my baby daddy, Rick Panty Dropper Grimes. And until I find it, I don't want to watch this show no more. I don't want to watch this show no more. Hey, sisters. It's Shalita from Philly. Hey, King Ezekiel. Forget about Carol. I'll be your queen. Hey, hey. Hey, turn that down, man. Put on HBO. Westworld about to come on. This is Robert from the Bay. Peace. Hey, sisters. This is Alex Tax, man. If you take from the well, replenish the well. And Carol... I'd like to talk with you for a few moments on how you can finish my will. We're on the easy street, and you know it feels so sweet. And the world is but a treat when you're on the easy street. Brought to you by Taxman Productions. Hey, sisters and family, this is Lady Erin Middlefinger. Just wanted to call to say. Holy crap, you are creepy as shit. Welcome to Sister Speak The Walking Dead, where we discuss season seven of the AMC series The Walking Dead from a sister's point of view. I'm Sister J. And I'm Sister K. And welcome to episode 69. Let's get started. Okay. Welcome, welcome, Sister J. Welcome, Sister K. We are back, Sister Speak Nation, for The Walking Dead, second half of the second season. Well, season seven, not the second season. That's the second, I meant seventh. Oh, well, you said second. Oh, my bad. Anyway. Seventh season. I wouldn't have been correcting your ass if you said it right in the first place. The mm-hmm. Walking Dead. All right, before we get to our little commentaries and stuff, y'all know what time it is. It's time for the adult beverage of the episode. Now, this episode, I got a new wine for you folks, and it's actually pretty good. And it's called Melodramatic. Oh. Yeah, it's really pretty good. Uh, it's a California brewery called Melodramatic. It's a red blend, and I got the uh, 2014 uh, issue, but it's really, really good, and it's from, uh, the brewery is in McFarland, California, Melodramatic Red Blend, and it's very good, and if you pair it with chocolate, ooh, it's really good, really good. So there you go. Thank you, Sister Jay, and (laughs) I am drinking my customary Kool-Aid. Mm. What kind? Red. Red. <laughs> what flavor? Red. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, we didn't say this is episode number nine, titled Rock in the Road. Rock in the Road. Rock in the Road. I kind of like this title, though. Actually, I kind of like the episode, too. Well, I didn't really... Paid, I didn't hear the title. In yeah, I did. Yes, it is. But, yes, it is. Um, I know well, it's probably. There. Want me to tell you where it's at? Go ahead. I'm gonna tell you where it's at, and I love this shit. 
I like when they do this, see, so this was a good episode for me. And that is when Rick and them is meeting the king and he's and, and, and the king's kind of brushing him off and Rick sees it. Rick tells him, so he said, let me tell you a story. It's called A Rock in the Road. And he tells that story. Yeah, I like that. And he's trying to tell him something because uh, King Ezekiel, he the rock on the road. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, you want to start from the beginning? Yeah, because this episode, this whole episode is like continuous. There's no like right flitting back and forth between people, which is pretty cool. Which I really liked I it like though. That we didn't have to go back and forth between different sets of people. I like that. Mm-hmm. It was just continuously flowing. So let's just go from the beginning uh, to the end. So we see <clears throat> Father Gabriel. He's on night duty. Motherfucking Gabriel. Come on now. <laughs> He's on night duty. He's on night duty, drinking his coffee or whatever, looking out of the gate. And he's looking all worried, too. I know. I didn't, I I didn't get the worried look. Determine what his look was. Mm-hmm. And then he decides, or maybe he saw something that caught his attention. I don't think so. I don't know. I think he's just thinking. And then he goes on to the pantry, and we hear this big old boom. Crash. Yeah, Crash. And then next thing we see, he's, he's loading up everything. Up all the food. He's grabbing up all the cans. All the, the weapons. Ground. Some shit's done fall on the ground. He's taking up all the hatchets and shit because that's all they got left. All the knives. All the knives and stuff. Everything. He's putting them in the trunk of the car. Then he gets this gas can and he puts the gas in the car. Then we see him opening the gate and then yep. getting in the car. And driving off. And driving off. And then... I said... What the hell? I like, what the fuck? Then I didn't catch this the first viewing as he is driving off about ten, about two seconds after driving. You see a head pop up in the passenger seat. No, you do not. Yes, you I do. watched it again. Yes, you do. Slow mo. I didn't see near a person. Right. Okay. We're going to rewind this bitch right <laughs> You see a head pop. I didn't see nothing. The passenger seat. I'm watching right now. Right away. It's not right away, but watch. Watch. Oh, shit. (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. I missed that. Oh, shit. I missed it, too. Who the fuck is in the car with him? So that, look. Oh, my God. Go back. Go back. Look. Oh, my gosh, y'all. I missed that completely. Bitch rises up. I must have blinked. Blinked. I did too. Well, who the hell? What is that with him? Okay. So oh, Lord have mercy. This refines my thought process. Oh, my. What happened when he went into the pantry? I feel like his bitch ass got tackled. Oh, and somebody's making and somebody him do it? threw his ass to the ground and is making him snatch all that shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. You know what? That makes perfect sense now because. Now that you know if somebody was in yeah, the car. Yeah, because somebody was in the fucking car. Thank you. I did not see that. I must have blinked or something. I, I did not see, see that. I did not see that either. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that so changes everything. Y'all who saw that shit on first viewing, y'all was good. Yeah, y'all I good. I see that. But, you know, in first viewing, I'm like, well, what the fuck? Yeah, but I watched it a second time and I didn't see it either. <laughs> <laughs> and matter of fact, I just now saw it when you pointed it out. I know. 
Damn. I mean, it's how hard. could I miss that? It's, it's easy to miss. Damn. I with that shit. Ooh, that was good. That's pretty good. That's good. And so that explains why Father Gabriel, when he's gathering up all those cans and shit, he's sweating and everything. Also, yeah. he has this little notebook, which is like, I think they're uh, yes. their log of all the shit they got. Uh-huh. And you see this weird drawing on it, which later somebody in the group said that it was a bat. No, no. When when Father Gabriel is still out um, on on patrol and stuff, and he's looking through his notebook, you see the bat. He drew a oh, picture okay. of Lucille okay, with all his little wires and shit, and then he's got some other drawings on there, mm. and he has that book with him in his arm when he goes in that pantry. And then, so that makes perfect sense, because he must have put that book on the counter for them to watch to uh, or well, to get it. Well, the Bible he, was in the middle of the floor. Right. But but this is what I think. I think he probably went to his residence first because that's where they find the book. Uh, the drawing is in his residence no, house. Don't. Yes, they do. It's, it wasn't a church. It was with him in the pantry when he was digging that shit out. Oh, I didn't see that part. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. shit. It just it changes is. the whole thing because there's a, another fucking person it in does. that fucking car. It does. So I, I take this motherfucking out now. And yeah. So me. I hope nobody's hurting him. Yeah, no. I mean, because he, he took everything in the pantry. I mean, right. every everything. single thing. So I'm interested to see who the hell this is. Damn. Who would do it? Is it a savior who's trying to leave the saviors? Is shit. it somebody who's trying to get? I don't know, but it was whatever motherfucker shit. was watching them out in the woods. That's who that motherfucker is. Remember, well, we saw those feet mm. watching him. Somebody watching. We don't know who that is. Ooh, though. Lord. Anyway. Anywho. All right. But that was good to see that pop, the head pop up. I, ooh, I that just changes on. everything. Yeah. Changes your whole perspective. Then we get to Hilltop. And here's old motherfucking Gabriel. Uh, excuse me, uh, Gregory. Yeah, Gregory. Gregory. It's not Percy. It's, it's Gregory. Gregory. He get on my nerves. Somebody just kick his ass and have Maggie take over. That's what I'm saying. Shit. So Rick and him is trying to get him to agree to band together mm-hmm. with their people so they can take on the saviors. And he's like, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing none of that. We have this easy truce and I ain't going to mess that up. And Rick's mm-hmm. trying to tell him, look, this truce ain't going to last. Right. It ain't going to last. Right. All of them. And he is having none of it. Even calls Ma- uh, Maggie Margaret. Margaret. Again on purpose. Mm-hmm. So they get ready to leave, mm-hmm. and here comes Enid saying, hey, y'all, come on out here. Mm-hmm. Honey, the townspeople done got together and said, well, only about eight of them know, but there's only about seven or eight of them. That's better than nothing. Right. And said, hey, um, you guys have saved my life a couple times, mm-hmm. so what do you need? Well, they, well what, what the woman is saying is uh, Enid says that uh, y'all really good, y'all battled the saviors already once, and uh, yeah. Uh, Enid says that y'all can do it again. So what do you need? And so Maggie, uh, and and then she says, do you think we can really win? And Maggie says, yeah, I think we can. And so the woman tells her and looks around at the other town. People say, hey, okay, well, we were child in. I like that. And it was so cute how Carl gave Enid this little look. 
Like, hey, you working with us. <laughs> did you notice um, Rick and Michonne held hands? Yes. That moment? That yes. That was really cute. Yeah. So they're all leaving and walking out. Yeah. And they're talking about, we need more people because we still don't have enough. Negan's got outposts. He's got people we don't even know who he got. Mm-hmm. So we got to keep on looking. And then and so Jesus. Tell, hold on. They tell Daryl. To stay his ass. Well, uh, first of all, Jesus says, oh, yeah. hey, you don't have to go back to Alexandria because we know right where they at because I stole one of their motherfucking walkie talkies. And it's long range so we can keep up with what they're doing. And I think it's time, rather than you go back to Alexandria, for you to go meet the Kang. I introduce you to the Kang. <laughs> to the Kang. No, the Kang. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, yeah, go see the king. Let us see the king. <laughs> and so Rick is looking at him like, what? The you king. know. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what, first of all, when he pulled that shit out, I was like, look, Jesus, you could have done way better than that. As stealthy as we know you are and as fighty as we know he is. That's okay. At least he got that. Yeah. I mean, he had to help Daryl get away. Well, that's right. Shit. You know, after he didn't kill Fat Joe and stuff. So they had to book. And, okay, so then Rick tells Daryl, uh, you need to stay your ass here. Yeah. You ain't coming back to the house. And Daryl's like, huh, I'm coming with y'all. He's like, nope. Because what is going to happen if he fi- if they find you? Exactly. Them, no, you're staying here. Mm-hmm. Out of the way. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, Daryl, shit. Well, but that comes later. It does. Yeah, it do. Oh, my bad. It do come later. Because that's after they at the kingdom. Oh, you're he's right. with them when they go that's to the right. kingdom. He tells them to stay at the kingdom. Right, but anyway, okay, so Jesus takes him what looks like out in this wooded little area where there's buildings and stuff. And Rick say, uh, uh, "So where, where are we at? at?" He said, "Well, technically, we we already here. We at the outskirts of the kingdom." And so Rick is saying. What? And so Daryl pops up out the car and says, "Wait a minute, come on, let's go. What are we doing here?" Then I love this scene where Jesus says, well, because we waiting for them. And he points and here comes Richard and the other guy on their horses. And wait. Oh, the look on Rick's face. were gorgeous. Gorgeous. But the look on Rick's face was like, oh, a horse? You know, because that's where we first meet him when he's yeah. going through Alexandria after he gets his motherfucking ass out that hospital. True. That was a harrowing scene, though. I love, I love that scene. That one's like a tannish color. I know. They're beautiful. It's pretty. And they're they beautiful. ankle bracelets on. Well. Did you notice they had little things over mm-hmm. their ankles? They're, they're beautiful, though. I mean, they are outfitted. You can yep. tell that they take care of them horses. Yep. So, you know, so Rick is just so like. Richard, a.k.a. Phil Russell Crowe. <laughs> he like, okay, Jesus, why you bring all these motherfuckers up over here? Mm-hmm. Damn, this ain't even right. We done told you better. So he tells him, okay, well, we brought them, I brought them because they can help with the fight against the sabers. And that's what Richard been wanting. Anyway. Right. And he said, we need to, they need to go see the king. So he tells them to line up. <clears throat> he said, I got to get, I got to get your guns and get their weapons. And no, not their weapons, their guns. Yeah. Cause Michonne true. still got her katana. That's right. And little Carl, baby Carl still got his big ass knife. That's true. See, so, and Rick tells him, we only got two. And he said, okay, come on. Got it. <laughs> Take it to the Kang. 
I love this scene though because as they come into the kingdom, just, just the look on their faces yeah, is like wow, look at all this greenery. There's gardens, there's there's people going about their their community business. There's a whole troop of men just like a security, you know, uh, or, or military doing their drills. Yep. You know, they're yep. jogging and, and running yep. their drills and that stuff. And, I mean, Rick was impressed. When he saw that, he went, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, you know? This is what I wanted. This is, yeah, this is, this is the world. This is, this is it, you know. They've got gardens And there's everywhere. greenery everywhere. Yeah. It's beautiful. Planting and shit. It ain't like Terminus. But it's just beautiful. And it's got all kinds of community of people, like, either doing gardening or they're doing, like, uh, uh, washing the clothes or, or you know, yeah. all, all this outdoor activity. Everybody's outside, yep. you know, and it's just really, really pretty. It's nice. It's very nice. So they're, like, really impressed. And, of course, Jesus is smiling because he's impressed because he know. He know. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So it was really good. Yeah. I wonder how many people they really have though. They, they got really, a bunch. They've never really said how many people there are. And then Tara sees Morgan. That I love this. Oh yeah. Tara God. sees Morgan and everybody turns around and like, what? And Richard's looking like, huh? They know him. Oh, they know y'all and know so he, this? Morgan hugs Tara and he hugs Sasha and Rosarita don't do nothing. She just stand there. She don't know Morgan. She, yeah, she well, know him less. Than you know anybody else? Mm-hmm. She's just salty anyway. She is salty. This uh, I got some shit to say about that. But anyway, <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, so you know, uh, 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 Richard announces. Okay, the king will see you now. And so Rick and Daryl and Morgan are standing outside as everybody else goes in because they ask him about Carol. Did you find her? He's like, yeah, I did, but she didn't want to be found. Mm-hmm. But when I found her, she was shot. Mm-hmm. Said one of them, one of them savior guys came after and her, I had to get him. and I had to kill him. Mm-hmm. So, and he didn't offer to take them to. Oh her no, no, no! He said, "Well, I bought her here. They got good doctors here. She got well, and now she's gone." And I'm thinking, "Well, fuck, Morgan, tell them where she at." She done told his ass. Yeah, Don't she done told his ass. We know Daryl gonna have to find her ass now. No. Shit. Anyway. Leave her alone, shit. She done already told all y'all motherfuckers. Yeah, but she, I bet she'd be happy to see Daryl, though. I think she would. For a minute, possibly. So they go in to see the king, and there's wonderful, beautiful Shiva. Woo! I love that. I know, too. And old Jerry with his little comical I like self. Him. I do like Jerry. I like him a lot. And of course, the group is just staring like, like Carol what the hell? Like, what the fuck, really? This dude got a tiger. A tiger? He's up on a throne. Yeah. He's got a court jester. A, yeah, a court jester. <laughs> <laughs> and a security. Because Richard's up there and the other little boy, uh, Benjamin, the he's tiger, up there. The tiger, though, is the thing. The uh, Shiva. Shiva is the thing. She is the thing. You're like, Woo-hoo-hoo. Mm-hmm. And of course, you know, the King Ezekiel, he's doing his own routine. Yeah, he's welcome. He's doing his part. Your far lines. How can I? Why are you seeking counsel of the <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. So mm. then Rick tells him, look, Alexandria, Hilltop, the kingdom, we need to all band together against these motherfuckers because they are not the business. No. We need to quit producing for them. We need to take their asses out. I said, we defeated them. 
once before. We thought that was it, but we didn't realize they had all these others. <laughs> we just got the one little. <laughs> yeah, the one little outpost. And now we're going to have to take them out. We're going to have to do the rest. Mm-hmm. But we need some help. We need some more people. Mm-hmm. They're just going to rule with violence and fear. Mm-hmm. And we can't live like that. Mm-hmm. And King Ezekiel seems really irritated that Jesus, Jesus told Rick and Nam about their their uh, 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 yeah, deal with the saviors. Because his own people don't know. That's why. Yeah, he, he said, my that. own people don't even know. People do not know this shit. They don't come in here. And mm-hmm. I don't tell people because I don't want them to be scared. Yeah, be scared. And now you done blabbed your mouth to all these motherfuckers. Yeah, and I don't even know these motherfuckers. <laughs> what he's thinking but yeah because we have to remember whenever they give them those walker infested nasty ass pigs they go off site they don't never come into the kingdom they meet them off site and give them that meat yeah yeah that's the deal so he got that deal but but he got it So, of course, if they saw half the shit they got up in there, oh, they would be taken it out, they'd be taken, and so you know. Uh, uh, so Rick tells them, yes, well, you know, we had a run in. We, we've paid the price, basically. Right, because they killed because some of our people. Some of our people. And so Morgan's like, who? So Rosarita. And why is she sneering? She's sneering, now, but she got on my that. motherfucking ass the whole episode. <laughs> I could kick that bitch's ass, you know? I didn't understand why she was shit. being so ugly to Morgan. She was ugly to everybody. But anyway, so she says, Abraham, Glenn, Glenn. what was you going to say? Yeah. What was you going to say? And then uh, uh, Michonne had told her, Olivia or Tara, one of the two say Olivia Spencer, you know. Oh, yeah. She did say Olivia. Yeah. And Spencer. And Morgan is just like, oh, my God. You could just see it on his face. Mm -hmm. Like, I had no idea. He said, I'm sorry. They're gone. You know? Yeah, I didn't understand her reaction. Yeah, I mean, Rosarita, what the fuck? I think she just pissed at the world, but still. Shit. Anyway. It's, it's a little, that she, was annoying. Yeah, she was annoying to me this whole fucking episode. And and as we get to later on, I'm going to tell you some shit, but anyway. Right. Okay, so they kind of kind of pleading and stuff. Well, not, not exactly pleading, just whining. This is the thing I want to point out about this season. Uh, excuse me, this scene, and that is when they first start the scene, when they first start the scene, mm-hmm. Rick says, Rick kind of comes a little closer and he says, uh, Ezekiel and King Ezekiel says, King. And he says, uh, Ezekiel, Rick refuses to call him King. You notice that? I didn't notice oh that. yeah. He refused to call him King. He called him Ezekiel. Okay. Rick. He showed in. I thought, go ahead, Rick. That's yeah. right. That's my Look, alpha Rick. dude. Look, Rick. Hey, I'm we sorry. You know what your cockiness does. But that's okay. But I was glad that Rick was ex- exerting that alpha male shit because I thought, <laughs> yeah, you tell him, Rick. Anyway, <laughs> and he kept saying, Ezekiel. And he went right on with his shit, you know, with his uh, telling the story. And I think that Ezekiel kind of figured that out because I think the look that Ezekiel was giving Rick. As they were throughout this whole talk was shit. This is the real deal. Cause yeah, you, you know, that conversation, real. that yeah. conversation you have with Carol, he's just playing a part, right? He's a theater major, right? He's you know, a, a but this is the real deal. This motherfucker got guns and shit and he will hurt you. Yeah. 
So, yeah. But I loved it also when Richard spoke up. and But the looks that Ezekiel was giving Richard was like, oh, shit. He going to usurp my authority. That's the way I looked at it. I didn't look at it that way. Oh, I yeah. I like, okay. No. Why are you bringing this to me now with these other fuckers? When you didn't bring this to me before. No, I looked at the, to me, the look that Ezekiel was giving Richard when Richard said, look, we, we need to do this. We need to be with them. We got guns because uh, Rick had already said, we don't have many guns or ammunition. And then Richard says, we got guns, we got ammunition right. and we need to be helping them, blah, blah. But it was just, I don't know. It, to me, it was just the look that King Ezekiel was giving Richard. He me, was, he was looking at him like, oh shit, do I have to worry about this too? No, no, no. I think he was looking at him and actually thinking about it because he trusts him and yeah, well, he don't okay. trust him that much because what he do? He ain't said, Morgan, what you think? Yeah, he did. Shit. Because he trusts Morgan. I know. He does trust Morgan. He trusts Morgan. And so what does Morgan say? God damn, Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, Jay. I'm sorry, but he Shit. made me so mad. Damn, why you got to go there? Woo, Morgan. I know. I, I love you, Morgan, but damn. I know. I didn't like the. I didn't like that Maybe shit. Maybe that's why Rosita was salty with his ass, because he don't ever take a stand. And what does Morgan say? Well, if there's another way, we ought to find another way. I mean, maybe we can just capture Negan. Morgan, that shit ain't Shit. And Rick knew then. Oh, fuck. Well, he's saying a lot of people are going to die and not just their people. Which right. is true. Not just That's the saviors. Well, yeah. Go to war. Exactly. going to die anyhow. Exactly. they going to end up killing up a bunch of y'all fuckers. Exactly. Oh, but Rick and Michonne's face when Morgan is talking, it's like, ah, oh, shit. We going down this motherfucking road again. I, I don't want to kill nobody. <laughs> I don't want to kill walkers at the gate no more. I don't want to go and want to run no more. <laughs> I just want to stay with you, Karen. <laughs> I knew you was going to do that. that was the worst. Ooh, shit. I know it. But anyway, so yeah. I was, I was, I love Morgan, but I was so pissed. I was so pissed. I said, damn, Morgan, can't you give them some, some, some help just once? Shit. I know. Damn. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So this is when Rick does his story. He said, let me tell you a story. He said, the rock in the road. And he tells a story about this big old rock that was in the road. Uh, and everybody who tried to pass, go on this road, they would hit this rock. It would spill everything out of their wagons. They'd lose all they shit and everything. And this little girl, her family evidently made beer. They was going down the road. And they hit the rock in the road, and it spilled out everything out of their wagon, all the of the beer and everything. It was the last thing they had. They didn't have no money, no food, no nothing. They was all worried and concerned. They said the little girl was crying. She was crying. She wondered why it was still there. How come nobody nobody took it up? Yeah, nobody took uh, picked it up. So she started digging with her little hands. He said took. All day and all night, she was digging till her little hands was bloody. And she finally moved that rock. And underneath that rock was a big old bag of gold. (laughs) Because the king had put it there. And I thought that was interesting, too, when he said the king had put it there. And because the king knew that whoever removed the rock should get a big reward for removing that rock and helping everybody. Mm-hmm. 
And what does Ezekiel do with this motherfucking story? <laughs> you don't know Rick, though. He says, well, I give you, I give you my answer in the morning. Y'all welcome to stay and have supper with us. But look, Shit. put yourself in the King Ezekiel's shoes. He don't know these fools. Yeah, but he done size his motherfucking ass up. He, he don't can know, see. Rick. He don't but know. But he know Jesus. Know, but he don't know these people. He's got a deal going that's better than all they deal. Yeah. He got a deal going that he don't want to fuck up and get his people fucked up. That's like true. Like he said. Or maybe he says this later. You can let me know because uh-huh. I'm not too. I didn't watch it three times or whatever. Anyway, uh, <laughs> like he said, the last time they tried to to fight. That's later. Okay. Well, anywho. Anyway, okay. So what he does is he tells them, "Look, you have supper with us tonight." Uh, and I'll make my decision in the morning. When Rick starts to object, he says, "Up uh, in the morning." It's when I'll make my decision. Rick, you don't run shit up in my kingdom. No. Yeah. Now that's really what he meant. That's what he meant. You don't run no motherfucking shit up in here. You don't run shit in my kingdom. That's right. Then we get this out of, to me, out of sequence scene. Well, I didn't get it. I didn't care. I didn't get it. I didn't care. But I didn't understand it. We get this little scene with Benjamin gone off in the woods Walking in the woods, and he comes up on Carol, and so of course, shoots her. Yeah, she almost shoots him or whatever, and she's trying to tell him, "Look, you need to get up out the woods and stuff." Then, okay, the point of the scene is this: this is the whole point. This little Benjamin dude went out there looking for Carol to make sure Carol was okay. He had food, water, and everything that he offered her, and she said no. Because he knows that King Ezekiel cares about Carol and he goes and visits Carol. <sighs> he also knows that Carol has told the king and Morgan, leave me alone. Right. So that's what he called his little self doing, going out there to make sure she's okay and everything. So the king doesn't have to and get, you know, rebuffed again or whatever. Mm. That's what I think it is. But it was a no nonsense scene. I didn't give a fuck. It didn't make sense. No, I didn't care. At all. Shit. And what was going on. This is the only um, scene, really, that takes me out of the whole it, rest yeah. of the story. Because it doesn't quite. It slowed down the momentum. Yeah. It slowed it down did. the pacing. Yeah. Now, I don't mind Carol. but I, will I like say, Carol. I will say this. this. All this reliance on. Not reliance. All these people cowering, not cowering, uh, trying to get her to, oh, notice me, come. All these people. Yeah, let me, let me help you, let me help you. Hovering around Carol. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. It doesn't mean anything to any of the stories. No. So it just doesn't make any effing sense. And plus, I mean, it, 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 oh, it is so stupid. Family members who don't like Carol really get annoyed with it. Right. But. I, I like was, Carol I was though. Slightly annoyed and thought, well, this doesn't make any sense to what the fuck this whole episode is. Doing. Exactly, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, they love and like Carol. She's done yeah, told them. She done told them, leave me the fuck alone. So leave her the fuck alone. Thank you. I mean, how? Got that the last what four, or five four or five times, episodes? Four or five times. Yeah, popped up. Yeah, to give her fruit and shit. Yeah, and she's like, look, I told y'all bitches to quit fucking with me. Yeah. We get the fact that they keep doing it because they care about her. We anyway, don't see it again, again and again. Mm-hmm. So then we get the scene at nighttime 
where Benjamin is, where, uh, oh, this is funny to me, though, where Benjamin is overhearing King Ezekiel give this or tell this little kid a little story. And what King Ezekiel is doing is repeating one of Martin Luther King's speeches. Was so I was cracking up. Wait a minute, this sounds familiar. I was cracking up. Be talking about, and he said, "Free at last, free at last." God. Well, when he started saying Jews and Gentiles, yeah, he says, and then that words of that old Negro spiritual, "Free at last, free at last." Thank God Almighty, we feel. I said, wait a minute. He's telling this little boy, this little boy, uh, Martin Luther King's speech. And I thought, how appropriate. Because, yeah, he's a thespian. Oh, I was know, dying. That little boy is small enough. He won't he, he don't know. He don't know none of that. He don't know. But I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, it was nice. And so, you know. That was a cute scene. Yeah, that was cute. It, it was cute. So he comes out of the room and uh, ben, he has a little talk with Benjamin. And Benjamin's letting him know that he went out in the woods by himself to practice. to practice shooting the gun. And on the way back, he killed two walkers by himself. And so he's, he's real proud of that. And King Ezekiel's real proud. And he tells him, I saw Carol. And King says, well, how is she? He's, oh, she's she doing good. You know, she's doing good. And then Benjamin's trying to tell him, look, we need to be helping Rick and them. Because if we don't do anything and they all go against the saviors and get killed, then that's on us. But if they go against the saviors and win, then we're free too. And we didn't do nothing to deserve it. And I thought, boop, boop. That's what I thought. I thought, damn, that boy is smart. He is. That's why King Ezekiel yeah. has been trying to groom him. Because that was really smart thinking. I thought, well, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. But, but, on, at the same time, this ain't our fight. We already got our shit together. Yeah. That's what he's thinking. That's that's what King Ezekiel's thinking. Right. Oh, yeah. Honestly, if you, if you have some random ass motherfucker come up to you. That's say, true. Hey, I didn't think about it that way, but that's true. Yeah. Say, hey, y'all. I know you pay taxes every year, but us over here, we ain't paying no motherfucking taxes no more. We going against the tax man. <laughs> uh, come on with us. Be fine because he's been garnishing our shit up all week, mm-hmm. all year. Well, I ain't been having my shit garnished. I'll just be giving them what I need to give them. So why am I going to go and get up in your boat and get they on my ass when I don't need to? I am sure. Alex, the tax man, love that analogy. <laughs> but you know, I'm trying to get something current today. Yeah. No, and that made perfect sense. So why would he? Yeah. So we can't yeah. just say, oh, that damn King Ezekiel's weak. No, I he's know. Not. He's thinking about this. He's people, thinking about all his people. All his people. And why go against all of that shit when you don't have to? Now, this is. You don't know them. And, and wait a minute. As we know, quiet as is kept. Rick, wherever he goes, he's a path of destruction. Yeah. Rick and him. Rick and him, they are. Now, then, okay, the next morning we get the scene where we see the community and everybody and everything. So now this is a conversation that you was talking about. Yeah. That King Ezekiel is giving them his uh, decision. 
And what does he say? Well, but first, we see all these little kids learning how to shoot bows and arrows. Yeah. And, shit. and they little kids, too. Well, young. Mm-hmm. Some of them ain't got no legs. Some of them ain't got no arms. Mm-hmm. Whatever. We see other military people running. He's like, this is what our life is now. We're trying to create something. And the last time that we went up against, now this was the undead, he says. Mm-hmm. We tried to go up against them. We lost a lot of people, and a lot of people lost limbs and shit. But Rick points out, yeah, but this ain't the undead. We are, we are, and, and I like what Rick says. Rick says, but we not ruled by the undead. Right. But we, we ruled by these savior motherfuckers, mm-hmm. you know? Because the undead, we can defeat them at their asses. But these other fools, hey, they're going to be coming for y'all. Yeah. And, you know, I can understand King Ezekiel's point, especially when he points out, he says, look, we got to deal with the saviors. They don't ever come in here. They go off site. We meet them off site. They don't ever, they've never even been to the, to the uh, kingdom. He says, so my answer going to have to be no. No. Now, because I'm not jeopardizing my people. And he's let Rick know, I have a good thing going here. I want to build more communities like this one, yeah. which is a good. Uh, I mean, that is a good thing to want. However, but Rick However. is right, too. Yeah, he is. Because Rick is right when he says, well, yeah, you got that deal today. But that's today. Right. What you going to do tomorrow? Yeah. And that's what Richard tries to tell the king, too. You know, because the, them saviors, oh, wait a minute. We they already itching. know. They're itching. They're itching. One of them is going to find out or or even sneak into the kingdom at some point to see all the well, shit they got. itching to fight with them. Yeah. Like the last time we saw them meet, they was itching to fight with foe Russell Crowe. Yeah. They itching, itching. to fight with anybody. They itching to fight too. Mm-hmm. So, so Rick and them leave. Disgustedly. Yeah. With this and disgusted look on their face. Yeah, and the king is like, yeah. but he does offer Daryl to be able to stay there as long as he needs to. Yeah, he said Daryl does have asylum because we know the saviors are looking out for him. They don't never come onto our property, so he'll be safe here. Yeah, so you keep him here. Okay, here's the scene that got the fuck out of me. <laughs> when, okay, when they walking out. And Sasha walks up to Rosarita and says, ooh, I knew that king was going to say no. Mm -hmm. And I just really, he really gets on my nerves. Rosarita, what does she say? She say, ooh, and I wrote this shit down too because it irritated the fuck out of me. She said, well, what the hell are you telling me for? Just because we fucked the... (laughs) Just because we fucked the same dead guy don't make us friends. I thought, oh, bitch, no, you didn't. Oh, hell no. Uh, that's I don't even understand why they're making Rosarita so hateful like this. This episode. She been hateful the whole fucking episode. Yep. Sneering and shit. Yep. The she whole had, fucking episode. I tell you what, Rosarita, y'all be glad I'm not up in there. Because he, if I was Sasha, I would have stopped and drop kicked your ass then look, and said, look, bitch, I'm just trying to be nice. See, that is salty. Shit. First of all, it's not Sasha. She's really salty at. I know it. But Abraham did her dirty. He did. He did her dirty. Well, he just dropped then, her for Sasha. But no, it ain't, no, Sister J, you done forgot. No, he I forgot. He just drop her. He 
dropped her in the mud with a hundred cuts on her. Yeah. He dropped her in a vat of salt with a bunch of cuts on her ass. That's what he did. Yeah. He didn't have to do it that way. Yeah, he and did. And then the next day was up in Sasha's house. Yeah. Wherever the hell. Yeah. So that is dirtiness. That now, is true. I'm telling you. I don't know who fucking salty after that. But then she didn't have time to be salty with Sasha. We didn't see it mm-hmm. because they was too busy running around. Right. And Abraham got killed and there was no time for saltiness because they was trying to get his ass buried and shit. Uh-huh. And they was running after these fucking saviors. So now that they actually in a space together where they ain't got to run for their lives and shit, she's like, bitch, why are you talking to me? That was <laughs> so, that was, was so fucking mean. It was hateful, but look. It was what hateful. What do we expect from her? Shit. What else do we expect? Well. And I don't know why Sasha even tried to bring up fucking conversation. Well. I'll tell that to somebody else. Try, quit trying to be friends with this damn chick. Because she's trying to be friends with well, her. Quit. Because quit. she, yeah, they, hey, I'm with you there. Just quit. <laughs> hey, leave the motherfucking bitch alone. Shit. <laughs> and wait a minute. While we on the subject, I thought good and damn well that Rosarita was going to die this episode because she had too much motherfucking dialogue. The whole fucking episode. We had what, three lines? Oh, hell no, she didn't. She the one questioning Morgan and shit up in King Ezekiel. She the one saying this stupid shit. They're not going to kill her yet. And then, oh, we ain't even got to the other part. Oh, what, is she supposed to be the new hero, Carol? Yeah. Well, Please. We ain't got there yet, but hey. We got, we already know she's got skills like Abraham had skills. Mm-hmm. They could maneuver shit. They knew shit. They well, they better change Rosarita's attitude. They don't got to do Shit. shit. They need to get Sasha, because I don't think, honestly, I feel like Sasha would feel bad knowing that, now she don't know how bad Abraham, because you know. No, she don't know what Abraham did, but but she knows. Well, she know he was. With her. With Rosita. With Rosita. With her another day. Yep. So she knows that that's enough to be salty. Well, leave the chick alone and go on about. Well, I don't want them showing this kind of shit for the duration. Wait a minute. For the duration of the time that we know Sasha got, because we already know Sasha going to be gone. Right. Yeah. But because she got a new series coming on. They will because. Remind, let me remind you and all y'all don't forget. <laughs> what? This is the show that's given us five trick hoes. That's true. Five. Five trick hoes. They don't hoes. know how to do women any other way than. That's true. Jealous, arguing, snivelly, or badass. Yeah. That's okay, true. Okay, that's it. That's it. There's nothing in between. You're, you're right. So, you're right. Don't hold your breath that they're not going to keep this shit up. Because they think this shit is cute. It's not. No, it's not cute. It's not cute. It's not cute. I like the camaraderie. I like the other kind of a story like we had when um, Carol and Maggie were stuck up with the Mother Saviors and they yeah. were together. Yeah. Get the fuck out. That's the kind of shit I like to see. But right. That, but that's too few and far between. Or even. But again, when you have nothing but male directors. Yeah. What you going to get? What men think women will do all the fucking time. Yeah. And there are some women that will do this shit. Anyway, my I just think that Sasha wouldn't even fucking bother. That's yeah. my thought. Yeah, I think she, she probably would leave wouldn't. Her alone, understanding that she's got to get through that shit, and she probably ain't never gonna get through it. Mm-hmm. But at least leave her the f alone. Yeah, I agree. 
Okay, but anyway, so they go on out the gate, and that's when, uh, you know, Rick stops Daryl and tells Daryl, hey, you got to stay here. Daryl said, no, I'm coming with you. And he what? said. Wait a minute now. Hold up. Let me say something. <laughs> oh, go ahead. I'll say that for you. Okay. Well, and, and Rick says, look, no, you have got to stay. You know, the first thing they're going to do is come and look for you in Alexandria. He says, and besides, maybe you can, you know, change the king's mind, stare him half. He, what did he say? Stare him into submission. Or something. Stare him into submission. Yeah. Or That's something. That's all he be doing. Yeah. He said, but no, that was a funny line. you got to stay. So now let me just pause a second and say this. All right. I am motherfucking tired. Dusty fucking tired mm-hmm. of seeing nasty, dirty ass motherfucking Daryl. <laughs> I am like two through with seeing his musty, crusty ass. <laughs> he is he looks like his face has got dirt and dust in it why do they have him looking so nasty i do not know but it's getting on my nerves <laughs> i can't even look at him the same anymore maybe maybe he'll take a bath while he's there oh lord please let him get a haircut and take a bath <laughs> shave something watch his face something it's just it's not i mean come on now walking dead it's what? Well, but he just got loose from escaping They've now. been at the other place for I don't know how long. <laughs> Two, three days of he could have at least taken a damn bath. <laughs> he does look pretty scuzzy. He's looking scuzzy. And I mean, he only had two, three lines himself in this episode. Yeah, he did. But every single time I was like, damn, Daryl, shit. Go <laughs> <laughs> wash up. Something. I like Daryl, but that's Daryl. I like him too, but I'm tired of seeing him oh. looking nasty. <laughs> okay. Y'all know there's a difference than what he was what he was looking like season two, three, than what he looked like now. Y'all know. Everybody know what I'm talking about. Yeah, he he is looking now, scuzzy. Rick, he's scruffy and shit and sweaty, but you can tell his ass took a fucking bath, washed his face <laughs> Washed his ass something. Something. <laughs> I mean, really, and For real? and Tara looks clean. Michonne looks clean. Even Rose, I mean, all of them look yeah. clean. Dad Sasha, Rosarita looks clean. Yeah, I don't understand that. Yeah, he is looking pretty scuzzy. Anywho, okay, so on their way back to Alexandria, they are on the highway and they come across this car barrier. Now well, I didn't understand this. Well, evidently, because didn't you come this way to get there? I, 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 now I took it like no, they did not. Obviously not. They, they well because they came a different route. Because if you know Jesus was leading them to the kingdom, they didn't know where the kingdom was. Oh, that's true. So th- they're going back to Alexandria the that's way they true. know. Yeah, and they're now, not going to right. And there, there is a barrier of cars there, and they have determined that probably the saviors put those there. To, you know, barricade from the herd, from a herd of, of uh, walkers. They don't think that yet. They say barricade to get people to not, so people don't know where they at. Where they, they at. Where they at. Because they're looking way over uh, to the left and there's like the uh, the, uh, the headquarters of the saviors. Yeah, like some kind of industrial plant or something. Yeah, or something. They so they use their SUV to move those cars out of the way, which well, I thought was pretty said, smart. We're going to go ahead and move the cars out the way and move them back. I'm like, um, you going to remember where each of them fucking cars Well, was? it don't matter which each, each car is. They'll just move the cars back. 
Well, if you want them to not think you've been through there. Yeah, but they, they won't remember which car was in what position. That's what I'm saying. No, they won't remember no. that. But what they find is that there are there's wire draped across the highway rigged with explosives and a bomb. So when the herd gets to that point, it'll blow them all up. And that's when Carl says it's for a herd. It's for a herd. I said, no, that's pretty smart. That is pretty smart. So, and Sasha's the one that says, uh, look, we need them explosives. Because they had dynamite, RPGs, and a big-ass main bomb attached to this wire that goes all the way across the uh, a highway, yeah, which I thought was median, pretty smart. The median of the highway. Yeah, yeah, the median of the highway in order. And then they had a car parked on each side of the highway in the grass that, that the wire was attached to to make it taunt. I thought that was pretty damn clever. Taught, you mean? Yeah, taught. That was really, really clever. I thought that, that was, was really ingenious. So here we have motherfucking Rosarita. Disarming the bomb. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I'm <sighs> okay with that. I'm not. I she, thought that was stupid bogus. Who else gonna do it? They fucking got Eugene behind her ass. So That's who else true. Gonna do it? That's true. So, as she's doing that, she gets salty with Tara. When Tara steps back, and goes, well, stepping back ain't gonna do nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Lord, I know. She was salty the whole damn time. The whole time. Uh, then... Jesus's walkie-talkie goes off. We hear all the walkie-talkie. And we hear the Savior say... Uh, no, it's Negan. Negan. Negan is talking, talking about they trying to give her a little memorial for Fat Joe. Because Fat Joe got killed and he was going to be missing Fat Joe. And then he says, because me and Fat Joe, we talked a whole lot of times about oral sex with Lucille. And I'm thinking, oh, shut the fuck up. I know. You know? And then he's telling everybody, okay, so let's, I'm going to really miss him. Let's have a moment of silence for Fat Joe. That's what's on the radio. So that's what they're hearing. And then as they're trying to get the explosives and they're each cutting off the dynamite and, and detaching the explosives and stuff carefully, then later on is when over the radio that Jesus has, the niggas telling, okay, y'all, it's over. Now, we need to go find Daryl. And let's go. I need a search party. Yeah, he said, I need a search party because let's see, just like the dog he is, he goes back home. That's what he says. Now, while they were taking the explosives off, Mm-hmm. explosives off. Mm-hmm. They kept looking behind them. And I was like, well, what the fuck they looking at? The herd. I didn't even see no fucking oh, herd. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. You didn't even see a herd. Well, but that's because they was around the bend. But they kept looking because they wanted to make sure. Oh. That's what. And that's when Carl said, look and see the very first ones are coming. And I mean, you know, I mean, it takes a while to get that dynamite. Cut off of that uh, uh, because you have to be very careful and very tender with it. Otherwise, it will ignite on you. So. So then Rick says, we need to get these uh, cars back up the ramp to try to block some of the way. Mm -hmm. So he says, um, come on, y'all. We need to get some of that going while y'all keep on with these with the dynamite. Mm hmm. So. And then he asked Rosary uh, or he asked Jesus. Jesus. 
uh, uh, Sasha and Jesus, can y'all make it back to Hilltop on foot? Jesus said, yeah. He said, okay, y'all go. We'll meet you. You know, y'all go. So Jesus and Sasha go off through the woods, uh, running back to Hilltop, because he says, I want you to tell Maggie everything's fine, that we're still, you know, going forward. See? So, you know, so while Tara and them are trying to push the cars back on the uh, on the uh, exit ramp in order to block as many walkers as they can, <clears throat> then, you know, Rick and Michonne are still cutting off dynamite and shit. Yeah. And I was like, mm, "Ooh, y'all can, cutting it close. I think we can leave a couple of them there. Yeah. Well, but they want all of it, though. Yeah. And I can understand that, though. I get it. I can understand. And especially the RPGs. Oh, that could be good. Yeah. But anyway, so (sighs) Carl and Tara. And Rosita. And Rosita. Rosarita. They get into their little SUV. And they go down and start pushing them cars back. Mm -hmm, Which I thought was very good. Oh, and then here's all them fucking walkers. And Rick is trying to tell her, look. We try, uh, you get in one car and I'll get in the other and we, we're going to try to keep them on the highway. Yeah. We'll honk our horns and try right. to get them to come with us on the highway because they, they want to go hotwire these fucking cars at the same time. They got to hotwire them suckers because they ain't got no keys. Now, now this turned into a really cool. Scene oh, it was the car. best scene. I liked it, it was the best yeah. scene. I really liked it. And you know why I liked it? Cause it made perfect sense. Yeah. It made perfect sense. But I loved it. What didn't it. make sense to me is that when Carl and them get back in the car, them bitches are already up on them. Yep. A whole bunch of I'm them are up on them. I spent way too much time trying to move cars and shit. Well, but, uh, but Rick tells them, Rick acknowledges this. He acknowledges that fact later on once they all get out of it. And he said, I just, you know, cut it too close. Yeah. You know. And I mean, but uh, hey, they had to try. But when they mowed down them walkers, I this loved was- it. The coolest thing. It I was the coolest it. thing. Yeah. And then yeah, they showed Rick looking at Michonne, Michonne looking at Rick, and they're just going, mowing them, bitches mowing down. them down. But there's too many of them. Yeah. Well, see, they got off the highway, though. See? That's too many. And of so them. that's why they had to stop. So then Rick and Michonne jump out. She comes across the highway median to him. But by this point, they are fucking overrun. I was yelling at my screen. Oh, I was yelling. Oh, you bet not. You bet not let them get gone. Get Michonne bit. You bet not. So then the the SUV was right there, though. Yeah, but still, this is too much. But still, yeah, it 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 was was way too too much. much. But at least the motherfuckers rolled up the goddamn windows. Excuse me. But anyway, I mean, because they they get in the car and Rick breathing hard, looking back, Michonne breathing hard, looking back. And I'm thinking, damn, motherfuckers. And see, it blew up. As they're looking back, the walkers apparently go to some of that other dynamite. And and it blows up. Which is good because all the, all the saviors will know is, oh, them walkers got to that point and it blew them up. They don't, they don't know that they took most of that dynamite. So then Rosita, I, this was funny though. She's like, mm-hmm, see, I didn't like to look at that shit at all. Mm. The stuff that they left that got blown up. Shut the fuck up. Shit. She got on my nerves the whole fucking I know, episode. You said that twice. Damn. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, I thought it was funny. Nah, I didn't think it was funny. All anyway, right. So then Rick's looking like, 
he he's saying, "Oh man, I pushed it too much. This is too." Close. Yeah. And Michelle's telling him, "Look, we're here. We made it. You can smile." Mm-hmm. And they all sweaty, and she's holding on. To I know shoulder. she's so cute, though. Yeah, I know, and she she's trying to you know calm his ass, calm his ass down, and say, "Look, we're here. We are going to live. Yeah, yeah we are going to live. We the ones." So she kind of hugs him, kisses him mm-hmm. on the cheek, and he's trying to calm his little ass. Calm his little ass down. You did cut it too close, Rick. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. He did, but at least they got all that dynamite and shit. Well, They're going to need it, though. Okay. So as soon as they get back to Alexandria, I mean, I mean, Rick and them just got through the motherfucking gate. Oh, and wait, that old motherfucker Tobin. He, he Tobin. irritates me every time I Tobin meets him at the gate and he's, t- and he's telling him about, hey. Uh, he's like, you didn't find nothing? He's like, nope. Nope. And Rick's trying to tell him, look, we need to get everybody assembled. And that's when here comes the motherfucking saviors. And who's the main savior? Uh, I don't know what guy. that guy's Simon? name is. Is it Simon? Is it Simon? I don't remember. Maybe it is Simon. I mean, they got Buku They got three, four trucks and some motherfuckers on motorcycles. And I'm thinking, okay, now look, they ain't got enough for all these trucks. I know it. Y'all don't skin they, but. But Negan dry. did ask for a search party, so that's he why. Did. That's why. All them motherfuckers came because when they get out the trucks and stuff, there's about 20 of them. There's a lot of them. A lot of them. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of them. Rick's saying, uh, you back off a quick, ain't you? Yeah. <laughs> we ain't got no shit for you. We ain't found something else, nothing else for you yet. And that Simon guy says, yeah, but we're not here for no tribute. We're here for something else. They looking for Daryl. See? That was smart that they left him at Kingdom, though. Very smart. Because, yeah, they're going to automatically look there. What you bet they automatically try to look at Hilltop, too. Well, they've already oh, looked at Hilltop. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So. But Rick was good. He's like, well, Negan took Daryl. We ain't seen Daryl. <laughs> yeah. Negan took his ass. He said, uh, we didn't realize he was gone till right now when you're saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was good. That was good. So, so this then, this motherfucker yeah, save your fool. Okay, we gonna have to. We gonna get to search. You. Yeah, he said everybody get a buddy because we gonna have to search the whole place. Mm. Wait a minute, they ain't even hardly searching. They just knocking everything. They breaking they everything. Breaking shit. They breaking everything. Uh, shelving units, coffee tables, everything. They just breaking shit. Yep. In the guise of looking for Daryl. I mean, they breaking everything. Everything. Like, it's well, awful. Damn. They don't have to do that. Just knocking shit over. Yeah, on purpose, on purpose and breaking everything. Whatever. And then when they get to the pantry, they see it's all the way empty. Empty now. All the one, way. Yeah, because then Rick and them are like, um, uh, "What the fuck what happened? What, uh, who took all this shit?" Yeah, because Rick and them are just as. As surprise, they puzzled. Yeah, too. because they didn't know it either. Yeah, and so this savior guy, he's kind of taunting himself. Oh well, hey, <laughs> good thing we're not here for no tribute, cause y'all ain't got shit. <laughs> yeah. He said, but you know what? Y'all gonna have to work just as hard, twice as hard. Yep. Cause by the time we do come back from the tribute, we gonna expect some shit. Lord have mercy. Now, I'm glad that they didn't try to talk through this shit while he was standing there. You know, mm-hmm. like, okay, who took all our shit? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, 
I like that shelving though. I'm like, mm, I could have used some of that. <laughs> <laughs> that shelving, yeah, that's some really nice shelving it is. too. It's sturdy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so as he's talking shit, which I actually like him better than Negan, honestly. Yeah, with the yeah, shit talking. because he's sarcastic, but he's not. He's not a. Uh, to me, he's sinister and he sarcastic. Ain't dipping and doing it. And, yeah, he ain't dipping and doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's just very sarcastic, and he got a butt. But he's mean. He don't got no butt. Either. Yeah, he does. He got a bigger one than uh, Negan. <laughs> <laughs> he can at least hold his pants up. Oh shoot! Mm. So after them saviors leave, Rick is. Saying to everybody, okay, where the fuck is all the shit in the pantry? Thank you. That's what I would say. Where the fuck? And they're like, well. And Tubin, well, two, fa- hey, Tubin's the one to say, hey, look. Tobin. Tobin is the one to say, hey, look, Father Gabriel was on duty. I was to, I was to, uh, uh, Supposed to uh him. yeah, relieve him in the morning and he was gone and everything in the pantry was gone. And like, in the morning. wouldn't do that. And Rosarita, with her little contrary ass, oh, I knew that food was going to do some shit like that. <laughs> oh, bitch, you didn't know nothing. <laughs> shit. She said, like, she make else me. I know she, said they always know stuff. She, shut up. Before it's going to happen. <laughs> mm. I wonder who that could be. She was making me sick. Yeah, it was mm. a little much. Mm. So they decided it was probably Father Gabriel and Tara said, no, he wouldn't do that. And uh, Aaron kind of agreed to, no, he wouldn't do that. And even Rick was saying, that's not him. him, No. So they go to his residence. That's where they find the Bible. They in the house. They not in the pantry. They in the house. Okay. I believe. And they find his Bible. Laying on the floor, floor, open open. on the floor, face down. down. And the first thing Rick says is, well, wait a minute. He would not leave this here. Right. If he was going on his own. Right. If he was going on his own, he would not leave this here. And then Rick is kind of, Rosarita is still trying to say some salty shit. And then Rick (laughs) is kind of looking around and he sees the notebook. Yeah. He sees the notebook. He grabs that notebook. And he says, it seems like he focuses on the picture or the picture with the bat. Well, he does. Okay. He does. He notices the picture of Lucille drawn in Father Gabriel's notebook. And then he flips over to the last page and in big old letters, it says boat. Now, I didn't get this because he was trying to let them know where he gone. Where he going? Where he gone. Yeah. See? But what boat and where? Because. The boat where they stashed Exactly. That- That's what Aaron says. Look, I didn't even know nobody knew where we was there. That's where they got all that fucking food in the first place. Oh. Remember? So what? Uh, so was it the guy who owned the boat? No, it was whoever was watching his motherfucking asses. But listen, remember Father Gabriel had somebody in the car with him. So did the guy who. Whoever owned- was watching them. No. Right. Was it the guy who owned the boat that was watching it? No. The guy who owned the boat is dead. Because the guy who owned the boat had a big old sign that said, if you made it this far, that means I'm dead. Well, I know that. So I'm thinking. And when they were getting all that booty from the boat, there was somebody standing on the motherfucking shore watching them. Okay. And then once they took it all back to Alexandria and shit, 
And Father Gabriel was on duty. There was another motherfucking person had the same motherfucking shoes on watching Father Gabriel in the dark. And that's how that ended for the season finale, over the mid-season finale. That's right. See, it's the same but, motherfucking person okay, so, who rose up in that fuck car. Father Gabriel know enough when he's still at the house to write both? Because I'm sure. Goodness. Now, to me, it's because I'm sure at some point while Rick and them was in Alexandria, that Father Gabriel probably said at some point, well, where y'all get all this food? Oh, we found a boat. But how, my point is this. How would he know where the fuck they going? Maybe he heard the person say something. See, that's the thing. Well, we don't know that. We won't know that yet. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's confusing. Like, why would you write boat? It wasn't wasn't confusing to me. Because what it said to me was, what it said to me was, he was going to the vicinity, which it turned out to be true, yeah. where that motherfucking boat was, well, where they got all the the food and shit. So there's a scene before we see them trying to go to the boat uh, with Aaron and his boyfriend, Eric. And Eric's like, why you got to go? Eric was whiny. He was getting on my nerves. <laughs> shit. His little whiny ass. Why you got to go back out? You just well, the, Okay. The whole motherfucking point is this. In my opinion, the reason why this motherfucking scene irritated the fuck out of me is because you're in the damn apocalypse, the zombie apocalypse. You have seen all the shit that has gone on and your punk ass is going to stand there and say to Aaron after Aaron has been out on all kinds of confiscating missions. Oh, I don't want you to go. Oh, Oh, let Rick and them go fight, and, and you just stay here. Oh, shut the hell up. It didn't make sense to me. It didn't. Well, it just didn't make sense. Aaron has been out with Rick and them how many times? I know. And so this one time, you're going to whine and complain. It didn't make sense to me. It was a throwaway scene, well, in my opinion. Well, it just makes me think, okay, is Aaron going to get it? He better not. I like Aaron. Get it. I really like Aaron, though. So anyway, anywho, it was just a, that was another scene that I was like, eh, yeah. so we got five people. We got Rick Michonne, Tara Rosarita and Aaron, and Aaron go out searching for father Gabriel. And they're near the houseboat and they see tracks. So they go follow the tracks. They follow these tracks to like this other <coughs> industrial area <coughs> around a whole bunch of fucking trees and, and trucks. And truck, <clears throat> and Excuse they me. hear a noise, and they spin around, and there is a shit ton of people, and it look like the most people of color I've ever seen. I'm like, <laughs> that's a bukoos of them. That's true. I mean, it's the most but people I'm of color like, I've ever who, seen. Where have been these motherfuckers being? Men and women. Men and women. And they all pointing their weapons and shit at all Rick and them. They are two inches away from their faces. I know. I didn't like that part. I didn't like that part. And they all pointing guns at at their heads and shit. But they focus in on Rick and he starts grinning. He starts grinning. And I'm like, okay, Rick, don't be oh, grinning yet. Oh, shit. Don't be grinning yet. Let's see what's going to happen. Yeah, that was the end of the episode. That was really actually pretty good. That was actually good. It was a pretty I, good episode. The episode itself was good except for those two scenes. Yeah. 
the Carol scene and yeah. the little whiny boyfriend Eric scene. Right. They could have left those out. They could have left those out. And, and showed us more like at the kingdom or something. Something. Mm-hmm. More somebody else talking. Or shown us how Daryl goes out into the motherfucking woods following Morgan or something, and he finds Carol. That's what I want to see. No, that's enough for today. Well, but I want to see that, though, because he's going to find out Carol's there. I'm sure that's going to happen. He's going to find out Carol's in the vicinity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He definitely is. Yeah. But I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it was good. Without expectation. It was good. Somewhat sadness that I'm not feeling the show like I was. And I was like, I know, okay, I know. I'm feeling it again. It was actually a very a solid episode. episode. Yes, it was. It was a okay, solid episode. Walking Dead for recutting it or whatever. Yeah, whatever did. y'all did. Because y'all, yeah, y'all giving us hope. A, a lot better than it's been. Y'all giving us hope yes. for the rest of this season. So <laughs> keep it coming. Keep it on. Okay, so let's get to our feedback. But before then... Let's hear from a sponsor. Okay. Okay. Let's get on to our feedback. Our very first one is a voicemail and it is from Myron. Hey, Myron. Hey, Myron. The Walking Dead, Season 7, Episode 9, Rock in the Road, can alternately be called... Happy New Year to all the sisters. I hope you're all well, even though I know it's just sisters J and K. I wish all of the sisters and the nation nothing but words of encouragement and this orange is a new presidency for the foreseeable future. It is my understanding that the modern Republican element has been changed on or about January 20th to the orange cheese curl. As far as I know, the Democratic donkey is alive and kicking. Itself, apparently. Shall we, sisters? Let's get started. Okay. This was a decent episode where a lot of ground was covered, but I'm going to limit my observations to three. First of all, Father Gabriel. I believe that he was abducted by the group Rick and M encountered at the end of the episode. He noticed the pantry door was opened. He entered. There was a crashing sound. The next time we see him, he's sweaty McSweaty and feverishly cleaning out the pantry. Also, when he drove off, there was clearly a shadowy figure, a shadowy figure that sat up on the passenger side of the car. I believe Rick's smile was proof that he was correct in believing that Gabe didn't abandon them and that he saw hope in this new group who was obviously not a part of the saviors, but potential allies. Point number two, even though Gregory, leader of the Hilltop, and Simon, Negan number two, are shitbags, I love their performances. Gregory treated Rick and them like the Greensboro Four at a Woolworths in North Carolina circa 1961, Sister J, asking them to leave out the back and shit. Clearly King Ezekiel's rendering of Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech I see you writers acknowledging Black History Month did not allow him to be moved to call for civil and economic rights for the kingdom. Like Daryl said, you ain't no Kang. Point number three. Actually, these are random mentionables. Carol, please stay away from young people like Benjamin. They tend to end up dead after they talk with you. The eye and neck roll of Rick and Michonne heard from the kingdom to Atlanta when Ezekiel asked Morgan his opinion on whether they should fight the saviors was priceless. As long as Rosita can disarm and detonate explosives, she can have her attitudes towards Sasha and continue to throw shade at Father Gabriel. How does Negan have the time to eulogize Fat Joey, but didn't take the time out to check in on um, Daryl to find out that he was missing? Aaron and his partner, Eric, who cares? Until next time, sisters, Myron. P.S. Big ups to Atlanta, Insecure, This Is Us. 
that want to be Battlestar Galactica show, Dark Matters, Marco Polo. I am not your Negro documentary family. You need to go see that. Sister Kay, I gave the 100 a chance, but you may be excited that the actor who plays Lincoln, Ricky Little, is the lead in the upcoming star show, American Gods. So look for that. Peace. Thank you, Myron. (laughs) All right. First of all, let me get this shit stated. Myron, don't give no more voicemails with some political motherfucking shit. You know how we do. So don't do it again. That's it. Mm-hmm. Myron know better. Anyway, thank you for the voicemail, Myron. And <laughs> I agree. I don't care about Aaron and Eric's little relationship. Well, that's true. I don't care really about um, Rosita being salty because I feel like she would be salty anyway. And I'm like, well, I mean, it was annoying, but I don't really care about it. Mm. Uh, Carol does need to stay away from young folk because they tend to die around <laughs> her. But I'm just really tired of them fucking with Carol anyway. Mm-hmm. They need to just leave her alone. They do. Alone, alone. This is a lot better episode than before. And I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. I thought the episode was good. Yeah, a lot better. And, um, yeah, the 100 was not going to be for everybody. It was something that I think I started watching over the holiday or something. And it was interesting. I thought it was different and something I hadn't seen. So I liked it. But I know it ain't for probably guys Mm. to watch. And I haven't seen anything about that American God show that you were telling us about. Have you? What is it? American Gods. Mm -mm. He said the... the, Never heard of it. Well, he mentioned it an episode or two ago, but Mm. I haven't seen any commercials or anything for it. So I don't know where the heck and when it's going to start and all that. So anyway, Mm -hmm. thank you, Myron. Okay. Our next piece of feedback is from Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, Shalita. Hey, sisters and fam. Hope y'all are doing well. Glad you guys are back. Yep. So this was actually a fun episode. I actually enjoyed it. Yep. Yay. Rishon is epic, badass, <laughs> and the best. Rishon. The couple that mows down a shit ton of walkers together stays together. <laughs> they remain hashtag relationship goals. <laughs> Rosita is still salty. Mm-hmm. And apparently she's also a, demoli- a demolitions expert. Who knew? Evidently. Evidently. Mm. Though he made the wrong decision for now, Ezekiel is still my boy. Plus, he's teaching the youngins about MLK. And and he is so fine. He is cute. Hey, Kang Ezekiel. (laughs) And she says, Kang. Kang, That's what I'm talking about. Kang. Plus, the group's reaction to Shiva was priceless. I know. Especially Sasha, laughing my ass off. I know. Did you see her look on her face like, what the hell? Everyone stayed real close to that door when they first walked in. <laughs> you know what they did, though. They did. They did. Like, um, okay. <laughs> what the fuck, Morgan? Just, ugh, she's got an eye roll emoji. I know. I was, was so disappointed. If this was a regular bad guy, his pacifist ways wouldn't be so bad. Mm. But Negan is the crazy mofo who bashes people's heads in with a damn baseball bat. Yep. Does that sound like someone who can be reasoned with? Yep. So how soon before Daryl finds Carol? Well, one of the others, not Morgan, mentioned her to him. Mm-hmm. Maybe him telling her 
what happened to Glenn and Abe will get her back on the badass horse and maybe she'll be the one to go get Kang and Ezekiel to join the fight. You know what? She don't oh, even know. Point. You know what? That is a good point, Shalita. She they, don't know. This is, that will annoy me further. If they have her convince him to do it and he do it, mm-hmm. Kang and Ezekiel, I mean, that'd be annoying as hell. He'd be a pussy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, don't make him a pussy, Please y'all. don't let that happen. Come on. But, but I feel like Daryl will be on the lookout. Yeah, he will be. Once he finds out she's been around. Oh, Daryl's going to find her. Well, he did. He does know. He heard that conversation. So, mm-hmm. yeah, he'll, mm, somehow he'll be wandering or something and she'll be wandering. He'll see Absolutely. Her. He's going to find her. Mm-hmm. Gregory still ain't shit. Yep. But Hilltop don't care. He's a figurehead. Maggie mm-hmm. is the real leader. She is. And I love the fact that Jesus <laughs> brought it up again. <laughs> he did. Uh, they was kicking ass while he was hiding in the dark. I know. I, like I know. He, he did. Up. He said, oh, yeah, Maggie and Sasha was doing it while you was hiding. hiding. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck were those people at the end? Did they kidnap Gabe? Yep. Why did he? Why do you think they did? Okay, hold on. Why did he take all the food? Because. Are they connected to Boat Dude? Because they made him. It seems yeah, obvious how do we to me. No, it was them. Well, whoever it has been who watched Rick and Aaron get the food off the boat is the same person who watched Father Gabriel on night duty. Okay. That's that same that person. I mean, it's them. I'm sure it was them. I'm so confused about the boat shit. But anyhow, I think it was them. Let me tell you why I think it was them. And that's because when Father Gabriel took all the food and stuff, he took all the machetes, long knives, and everything else. When all those people came out the end, that, yeah, several of them have guns. A whole bunch of them have machetes and knives. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it was the same people. We're going to find out. We'll find out. Uh, she says, that's it. Can't wait to hear the podcast. And I hope this isn't a long ass email <laughs> until next time. Shalita. It ain't until next time. Shalita PS. Nah, I'm just playing with you. No PS this time. <laughs> Sister J. Thank you. Shalita. Thank you. Shalita. I know you had to have a PS. <laughs> I had to have a PS. <laughs> that wasn't long at all. That no. Was perfect. Yeah. That wasn't long ass. Perfect so, point. but that was some good points. Yeah. That was some good points. Mm-hmm. You know, I think um, <clears throat> eventually, see, now with this addition of these new people, they really won't need Ezekiel to be in. Yeah, but I think they're going to have Ezekiel anyway. I think they will. At the some kingdom. Point. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully. Because, because now everybody does not watch the previews. And all I'm going to say is yeah. by the previews, it don't look like these people is that damn friendly. Well, would you be shit? They're saying fuck walking around. So, you know. After this time. That don't necessarily mean that Rick and them is going to have these people as allies. Well, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Thank you, Shalita. Okay. Our next piece of feedback is from Roxy. Hey, Roxy. Hey, Roxy. Hello, sisters. Okay, we are back, and I can't wait to hear the podcast. Yay. I live for this shit. <laughs> okay, let's get started. 
Take a big freaking drink. Oh, I already have. Same old, same old. What the F? What the fuck? <laughs> However, I think that we all have to realize that the season is all filmed and done with. They can't go back and make changes now. That's true. They did not realize how bad the season would be or the first half was. And I can't make correction and can't make corrections now. True. So they just have to write it out along with us fans. They just have to keep spinning how great this show is and how it is the number one show on TV, blah, blah. Mm. I must say that Massa Plantation owner keeps calling Rick, <laughs> keeps calling Rick, Rick. I did laugh that at that. I did laugh at that. It was funny. I'm just waiting on someone from the group to remove Massa from power at Hilltop. Mm. Yeah, that's coming. Mm -hmm. that's oh, coming. yeah. You know, that's coming. If there's any people left, that's coming. That's coming. Not impressed with this episode, but now we have another group. What is up with Carol? Got another kid hanging around her. <laughs> Just did a grave for him now. <laughs> Keeping this shit short. Glad to have the sisters back. That is the only good thing about this show. <laughs> See ya, Roxy. Thank you, Roxy. Thank you, Roxy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the per I don't know what the purpose is of having a kid, another kid. Around Carol. Around Carol. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't know the purpose of having people just be around her, period, if she's told you she mm. don't want them. Yeah, you she know, told you, her, leave, leave me the fuck alone. Let her come back on her own or not. And quit taking a fool shit. Thank you. Shit. Let her forage for her damn self. Oh, yeah. Shit. She's telling them. Anyway. So, I'm sure <clears throat> at some point <throat> that'll happen. Okay, our next feedback is from Yolanda. Hey, Yolanda. Hey, Yolanda. The mid-season premiere of The Walking Dead was everything I needed and more, ladies. Uh-oh. My boo, King Ezekiel, was in the episode. <laughs> My group is back together. There is yet another new group with weapons. And Gregory is a is great comic relief. <laughs> Where is Gabriel? Wasn't there a sketch of Negan's bat in a notebook he was holding? Yep. I'm intrigued. And Miss Rosita is the queen of shade. Mm. Till next time, sisters. Yolanda. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, Yolanda. Yolanda. Wow, that was short and sweet. That was very short <laughs> and very sweet. And we love she it. Said, she said her boo. Her boo, King, King Ezekiel. Ezekiel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he do look good, though. He is, well, that, those, but I'm telling you. He looks you, way better without them damn dreads. Wait a minute, but I'm telling y'all. That scene where it was the next morning. <clears throat> where he had to um, give Rick and them his decision. Right. And he turned his back and they showed them dreads. I know them motherfucker things are hot. Heavy. Heavy and hot. I used to have uh, locks and they are, when they get long, they are heavy. But those aren't just long. Those are like thick. and His are thick. Uh, you know it's heavy. You tell that's some connector line because that shit don't look good. <laughs> Okay, we're not going to have another discussion of Connecticut, but anyway. I know y'all all looked it up that didn't know. But, but, but it, it looks look, heavy, though. It looks, it, it looks just hot. And, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm sure he's itching. But he was on The Talking Dead, which I watched for like two minutes, and I couldn't stand it mm. any longer. I didn't but, like that football dude. Oh, he was fine. Nah, I didn't like him. It's just, you know, all mm -hmm. the... Oh, he, he, oh, he had a zombie wedding. I think that's cool. I, shit, if I says wife, I say, what Look, fuck, are you crazy? Make it different. Do what you like. Oh, Lord. Although he did explain that he had a wedding, a, a traditional wedding, like whenever it was. And then the next day, they had everybody film 
the, uh, do the same activities they did, did at the wedding, but only as zombies. See? Mm-hmm. So there, that's fine. Yes, all right. <clears throat> but they yeah. had little. Wouldn't you do a Game of Thrones way? And if you could do fuck one, no, I would. Hell, hell no, that'd be awesome. No, I think it would. Although be I would like to wear if Cersei's outfit, though. In the family is doing a Game of Thrones themed wedding. I need to be. I need an invitation. Although I would like to so I would wear. Like to go. I do want that outfit that Cersei had when they blew up uh, the. Oh key. yeah, I've been saying that. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, thank you, Yolanda. Thank you, Yolanda. Okay, our next feedback is a voicemail, and it is from Bunny. Hey, Bunny. Hey, Bunny. What the fuck again? Two minutes. I can't spit in two minutes. All right. At any rate, in a battle in war, the first person you take out is the radio man. After the radio man, you get the head honcho and you kill him. This way, the little piss ants don't know what to do. It, it just made no sense. I, I'm still upset over this, but that's okay. Um, I think that's all I got to say. I really enjoyed the show. I liked how they mowed them down. I'm sure everybody's going to mention it with the wire. That was really sharp. Uh, I understand they stopped midway through. Somebody had to explain to me why they stopped midway through. I don't know. Things like this don't make sense to me. But I really enjoyed it, and uh, that's about it. Um, love the family. Love everybody. Uh, I could say hello to 50 people, and I, I have fond memories of all of them. Love your sisters. I think you're really good. And um, my, my uh, what? I gotta, no, never mind. I'm not going to say anything about that. <laughs> I enjoyed your advice column. Well, I enjoyed most of your advice column. Love you all. Take care. Bye. Oh, Bunny. Thank you, Bunny. We love you so much, Bunny. Bunny. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and you don't have to say a daggum thing, Miss Bunny, because I know what you mean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, about the advice. Yeah, uh uh-huh. I know exactly what you mean. But anyway... Uh, yeah, well, okay. <clears throat> now, they, go, go ahead. Well, I was just okay. going to say, you know, after talking with a couple people um, in my office that also were, uh, uh, watched The Walking Dead, I had the same uh, thought the, the first time I watched the episode as you did. Why in the fuck did they stop the cars? Because but that, that's because one, that herd was right the there. The herd was right there. Yeah. If they would have, if Rick, it was on Rick's side, really. Right. If he would have tried to drive through that, the, the car would have bogged down. Yeah, yeah. The, and they would have been swarmed. Just, they just wanted to give them enough leeway to be able to get to the car. To so, get to the SUV. The SUV. Right. Yeah. To get away. Right. To get away. So. He should have stopped a little bit. Sooner, Earlier, probably. Honestly. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, somebody had to mention that to me, too, because I was thinking, what? But, yeah. It was a good episode. It was a lot better yeah. than I what we've it was, seen. I thought it was entertaining. Season, so mm-hmm. it was very entertaining. And back to the suspense, because I was like, okay, y'all bet not have the Michonne get chomped. I know. I mean, it was do? really close, too. Yeah. And then, wait a minute. And now that we're uh, 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 talking about it, how come... Why come? Why come? When Michonne got out of her car, her katana wasn't automatically out. I don't know. She never did unsheath her katana. T- no, she uh, 
No. Katana. There you go. I don't know why she did. See? Well, she was holding dynamite or something, wasn't she? Well, In no. Hand, but I don't know. That was no. a good question. Yeah. Instead All of right. getting like almost mowed, you know. Almost. Almost. Got. Yeah. You know, they better not get better not. Anyway. Thank you, Bunny. We Thank love you, Bunny. when you send a voicemail. We do. We hear your voice. <laughs> okay. Our next feedback is from Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. I love Jeff glasses, too. <laughs> I know. I love them glasses. Hello, sisters and fam. This was a great episode, but I am getting really tired of certain characters. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, of certain characters. When Morgan opened his mouth to say he didn't want to fight, <laughs> I just <laughs> Yep. I just looked at the TV in disbelief. I wish he had been there to see Glenn and Abe get killed like a Gallagher watermelon. Mm-hmm. The comedian from the 80s and 90s that would smash stuff with a mallet. I remember Laugh Gallagher. Maybe then he would finally quit his passive shit. I'm also, for the first time, not liking Carol. She needs to stop this moody teenager in the woods crap. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. I agree, Jeff. For the rest of my feedback, I will separate by location. The kingdom. <laughs> Seeing King Daddy made my day. <laughs> I love what you call him that. King love- Daddy. Seeing <gasps> King Daddy made my day. <laughs> And I think he got even better looking over the break. <sighs> he needs a good shirtless scene or three. <laughs> Maybe some kind of bath scene where the camera goes down real low. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Hey, I'm with you on that one. <laughs> also, that Jerry makes me laugh. I like Jerry too. Yeah, Jerry is I the like comic Jerry. relief. <laughs> Hilltop. The look Michonne was given asshole Gregory was priceless. I know. No one likes him, but I think they need to keep him around a while to save face with Negan. Mm. Well, you know what? If the first time I got or Negan was coming around, if this shit don't work right or if it happens beforehand, I'd throw Gregory under the damn bus. Under so the he bus. He's the one that gets got and yep. not somebody else. Yeah. You know? uh, Alexandria. Rosarita needs to take a chill pill. Thank you. snap at my Sasha like that. Thank you. I have a feeling both will be killed this season. Yeah. Or at least Sasha will since she will be in Star Trek. Yep. And Rosarita will feel like a jerk for treating her like shit. Yeah, well. I don't think she'll feel like a jerk though. She won't. I don't think so at all. No. Mm -mm. But yeah, we all know Sasha's going to go because she does have that new series. Ain't that supposed to be starting? I think it's summer though. Oh, so really? I think it's summer. I it was coming. No, I think it's summer. Well, that's it for me. Sorry, this was long. Sir, oh, it wasn't that long. Wasn't long. Uh, Sir Jeff Grimes of House Baelish. Oh hand, Lord, handmaiden to King Ezekiel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. And he has a P.S. P.S. Do you ladies have a recommendation for some sweet white wine? I had to stop drinking my Blackberry Merlot because the high tannin count was giving me migraines two to three times a week. Uh-oh. Oh, damn. Damn, Jeff. No. I stopped drinking it in late November and haven't had one since. Mm. But I am missing my adult beverage time when I do dishes or watch TV. I have a good recommendation for oh, you, Jeff. She, her sweet ain't like everybody's. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Now, Jeff, my favorite Sweet red wine is the Yano sweet red, but Yano, which is spelled L L A N O, and you can find it at Total Wines anywhere. 
They also make a Chardonnay. They also make a Sweet Blank, which is B-L-A-N-C, which is the white wine. Blanc. Yeah, Blanc. 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 Anyway. <laughs> Blank. Oh, Lord. Blanc. Blanc. <laughs> anyway, but try that, Jeff, because it's really good, and it is sweet, and it is white. So try that. If you want a really, really sweet, like I like, yeah, then the Sirocco. Now, yeah, Sitka is right though. That Sirocco that's is a good sweet one, and it's really, yeah. really good. I've had that and too. And it's a twisty cap, so you don't got to fuck with no corks, well, screw or nothing. I've had that Sirocco with like paired with like pasta. It's really good. It's really good. Anyway, all right. He said white. You didn't. Give him the white recommendations. That was white. I just said the Sirocco. white. Oh, the Blanc, the, the Sauvignon stuff. You know what? You ain't even drinking nothing and you can't even keep up. I sure can't. Damn. I, I just gave out. him. I just gave him. I know. Okay. I was okay. mistaken. Also, okay, Jeff, I have another one too. Also, um, I particularly like the... Um, Damn, I, the Australian white, yellowtail. Yellowtail yeah. is an Australian wine. I buy the, the wine called Sweet Red Rue because I like red. However, yellowtail does make a Chardonnay. And I bet you, and that's a white, so I bet you it's probably pretty good. I haven't tried it yet, so I don't really know, but I do like yellowtail. Shout out to Aussie John. Hey, Aussie John. Good eye. <laughs> Good eye. Good but anyway, eye. so try that too, Jeff. All right. Okay. Cool. And I love your glasses, Jeff. I just love those. <laughs> They're very cute. I know. They look really good. Okay. And our last, it's not feedback. It's actually an iTunes review. Woo! Is from, who is it from? I forgot. Oh, Smokestack40. Hey, Smokestack. And it's short and sweet. Refreshing and funny. Love it. Five <laughs> stars. Smokestack 40. Thank you, Smokestack, for Thank that you, five star review. That's very nice. Very nice. Wow, we haven't had one while. for a while. I know, I was just going to say. Yeah, thank you we very much. Had an iTunes review and We minute. appreciate it. We really do appreciate all y'all, though. We do. Okay. So much mm-hmm. for sticking with us through thick and I know. thin. Because y'all know how we do. Y'all know how we do. <laughs> I'm surprised we doing this shit this time. <laughs> hey, we and done faked your time. asses out because we early. And it ain't really that early. Mm, yeah, it's early. Quite as it's mm-hmm. And we're going to be on time for the rest of this season. We have Ooh, committed. That's a big prediction. No, we have committed ourselves to doing it. That's a big ass prediction. And we need to decide what else we're going to be doing too. Yeah, we haven't decided yet. We're we're in. We're trying to work out something where all four of us sisters can do. Yeah, yeah we're we're in discussion. Yeah, we're in discussion. So so y'all get not only us two, but the benefit of all four sisters. That would yeah. be awesome. That's what we want to do. A, we had a lot of fun doing um, Queen Sugar. Queen Sugar, yeah. So, yeah, we just have to find something that we all like, which is difficult. Because mm-hmm. we all like different shit. Yep. And, you know, make sure that we can commit to doing it with the time mm-hmm. that we all have. And I just want to say that um, before we get into our, like, <clears throat> final little comments and, and, and um, mm-hmm. announcements and stuff, I have unfortunately been disappointed with 24 Legacy. And I hate to say that, but hey, 
Oh, yeah, I'm about out. I'm sorry. It ain't no fucking Jack Bauer. I'm oh, no, sorry. He is well, not, but. It's not bad. And bad. I'm not saying it's bad. It's just not holding my interest. Oh. That's what I'm saying. So I'm probably going to be out. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who asked you. Ain't nobody asked I'm just saying. Okay. However, I would like to say, as Matt on our uh, Facebook group and some others have pointed out, if y'all want a really good series that is, ooh, it is captivating, it holds your interest every episode, that is taboo. That shit is good. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are watching. Very it. well written. One episode or two behind on taboo. It is so good. But and yeah, and as Matt good. and I pointed out, the I love it when the actual title refers to you think it refers to this, but it refers to six, seven different things. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's really cool. awesome. So, yeah. yeah, y'all go watch Taboo. It's really good. It is. So, yeah, we'll we'll let y'all know as soon as we know what we're going to be doing next with all four sisters. Right. And um, we've had some people make some suggestions, but none of those have stuck <laughs> yet. So, we're <laughs> 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 That's to say the least. <laughs> Anyway, thank you guys for your feedback. <laughs> uh, apparently, people thought we was gonna be way fucking late because we didn't get in much feedback at all. But that was good because we were able to get through it fairly quickly. Yeah, we so, like and, it, and y'all kept it short and sweet, which is which short is and we sweet. Love. So thank y'all for doing that. <laughs> okay, before we say our goodbyes, I just want to remind everyone who may not be in our Facebook group mm-hmm. or who may not be on social media that we have our Sister Speak family reunion this June, specifically on Thursday, June 29th Yay. in Nashville. Woo! It's going to be at the Hotel Indigo oh, at man. 6 p.m. Yep. Registration is up and available, and we have early bird tickets available until the end of March. So you've got about six weeks to get early bird tickets. Otherwise, the price goes up, y'all. It goes up as of April 1st. Mm-hmm. So get Yo, tickets now. We have a pairs discount. Mm-hmm. Give you a little bit of a break, but we're going to have a lot of fun. It'll be dinner. We're going to actually have a real DJ with helping us with the music. Yep. We're going to have a complimentary cocktail hour. Okay, y'all. What that means is a free drinking happy hour for 60 whole minutes. I know y'all going to be throwing them back. One hour. <laughs> One hour, free drinks. And then after that, it'll be a cash bar. Right, cash bar. You know, we ain't rich. But we're going to have dinner. And then we're going to have, yes, we're going to have dinner. And dancing. And dancing. And, and a photo booth. Benjamin is going to bring his Yay! photo booth back. Thank you so much, Benjamin. Thank you, Benjamin. And um, hopefully some more stuff that, that we haven't gotten off finalized yet. So, mm-hmm. everyone, please go to... Sister Speak Productions. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be fun. I was trying to tell them where to go. Oh, sorry. SisterSpeakProductions.com slash register for information on tickets. Yep. So be there or be square. and You don't want to be square. Oh, and I want to also make an announcement. Oh, Lord. And that is. Okay. Our reunion is Thursday. Yes. We're going to actually be there. 
for the con, the con of thrones, the whole weekend. At some point, we haven't finalized when we are having a spades and hearts tournament tournament (laughs) where me and brother Ray is going to spank y'all asses. Mm -hmm. So you say, and we're going to send y'all to Boston every single time. Are you saying that y'all have already partnered up? Hey, me and brother Ray. Oh, snap now family. And okay. That's for spades. Now for hearts, I done already chosen my partner. Have they chosen you? Well, I don't care if they chose me, but I'm choosing you, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> so, Aaron. Maybe she don't want to partner with oh, you. Oh, no. Aaron, is, Aaron has already said she's practicing up on some hearts. <laughs> I already told her I could spank that ass in some hearts. But, hey, rather than to spank on. that ass, Aaron, I want you to be my partner. So we can spank some ass and some hearts. Yeah, we gotta figure out when we're gonna do this. Yeah, but but it's gonna be fun. Gonna do and we gonna have some dominoes for all y'all dominoes bone slapping people. It's likely gonna be yeah. after the you know it can't be the night of the reunion. No, it's gonna be too much. Probably to gonna do. be Friday. Yeah, probably I'm Friday for all Friday of y'all night. that's sticking around. Yeah, for people that are gonna be there. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully. And plus, I mean, after our reunion, because we are staying for the uh, Con of Thrones, we're probably going to do activities together. Oh, yeah. Like, we're going to all get together and Shoot. go to breakfast. We're all going to have to eat. Yeah, we get to bre- uh, breakfast. We're going to uh, need to go through the lines or however the exhibits or whatever they're going to have. Exactly. You know, we're going to be together the whole weekend. The whole so weekend. It'll be a lot of fun. It'll be a I'm lot of fun. I'm excited for this convention. I'm really excited. And we are staying at the Gaylord. Yes. Nashville. Now we are. Yeah. I know a lot of people have found other accommodations, mm-hmm. but it's all within quick, easy right. distance from right. each other. So that's going to be cool. Right. It's so going to be cool. we can definitely hang. We're going to hang, and, y'all. Uh, we've been talking to Kelly Joe. Hey, Kelly Joe. Hey, Kelly Joe. About um, one night or afternoon or something, mm-hmm. she's going to um, do a sushi class for us. Oh, so wow. So whoever is interested in that. We'll have details soon mm-hmm. and we can all sign up for her sushi class because I have been wanting to take her class, but she's really never in Texas for mm-hmm. it. So right. this is gonna be our opportunity to do and a as sushi long class as, with her. As long as Kelly Joe could do me some sushi that's like actually um cooked. Yeah. Well, I've already talked to her about because I don't be doing no raw customizations. Shit. As y'all yeah, know, like, customization. As you can say that I do. <laughs> so uh, we. But that's very nice of Kelly Joe. Yes, Thank you, Kelly Joe, very much. Too, so mm-hmm. anyway, it's it's it's. It's, it's going to be fun, a y'all. It's a really fun event. We hope to see everyone there. We Yay. cannot wait to see y'all in person Yay. and hang out with our family. So um, all y'all who aren't on social media, go to sisterspeakproductions.com slash register for your tickets. Yeah, it's going to be fun, it's y'all. It's going to be a lot. And this is only our second annual one, but... We want it to be really, really we want it big. To be better than last time. Yeah, better. And it was so much was fun so last, time. last time. So that's a tall order. Yeah, it's a tall order because yeah. Chicago did it up good. Chicago. They did it up good. Also, if you guys are looking for things to do in between podcasts, you need to check out audible.com. Yes. Ooh. Now. 
Ooh. Finally, Sister J has gotten on the audible train. Oh my train. God, I am so addicted. I ain't addicted. It is really good, it's y'all. Very good. You can listen to a story while you're like commuting to your job, whether yes. it's on a train, bus, in your car. What I, I love it. It. I have already listened to like three books. I, it's I think really I great. Like, Seven, I think now. Oh my god! I'm on a really good one yeah. right now. It's really um, good, so y'all. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so you too can listen to Audible, and if you want to try it out, they are giving a free 30 day trial to anyone who's listening to Sister Speak. Yep. With a 30 day trial and an opportunity to get one free credit, so you get one free book during that 30 days. And you can't beat that with a stick. I know any it. Any book. They have tons of Any books. book. In any genre. In any, any book. genre. All you need to do is go to audibletrial.com slash sisterspeak for your free audiobook and 30-day free trial. Mm-hmm. Try it out, y'all. The cool thing about it is you can send each other books. Mm-hmm. You can send each other snippets. Yep. And listen free. Okay. And I would like to say this. For those of y'all that like zombie shit, tell them what book that you sent me, oh, Sister, one of the Sister books that K. I read one and of it the is first interesting. One that I read is called "The Girl with All the Gifts," and it's a different take on that genre. They have there is a movie out there that I think that was made in um, Great Britain in England, um, based on the book. Based on the book, they, okay. I think they switched the characters around a little teeny bit. <laughs> But I read the book and I haven't seen the movie yet. And it, I was fascinated through the whole book. I really like the lady who's reading it. Mm-hmm. Um, She's very I good. The story. It was just different than any other zombie type book that right. I've ever read. So I enjoyed it. Girl with all the gifts. And for those of y'all like me that like mystery thrillers, I got the best book by what is his name something balladucci and it's called no man's land it is so good it was so good this is one of those kind of books where the person that you're supposed to really hate you really end up liking yeah yeah he's not exactly the villain but he is a villain but he's not the villain but it it was very well written uh, the narrator is excellent. It's called No Man's Land, and I'm going to look up his name so I can get it correct. Because anyway, um, I've been impressed. I mean, I always said I want to re- read myself, but a lot of times you just don't have time. And if you have yeah. to commute or you're doing dishes or whatever, and you don't have any podcasts left, it's a perfect way to kind of get lost in another world. And it's called, it's written by David... Baldacci, B-A-L-D-A-C-C-I, called No Man's Land. Oh, it was really good. Interesting. Really good. Nice. Yep. Okay. All right. So for next time, get your feedback in early, y'all, because you never know when we're going to pop up. Yep. (laughs) Technically, Because we might be on time and we may not. (laughs) Well, technically, we're not early, but. We are early. But we are for us. For us. <laughs> <laughs> so you can send your feedback to sstwalkingdead at gmail.com. That is sstwalkingdead at gmail.com. 
or you can leave a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash this speak or send it to our voice line which is 972-755-1215 you can follow us on facebook at facebook.com slash speak podcast or on twitter at underscore sister j underscore sister k or sister speak cast c-a-s-t Again, our website is sisterspeakproductions.com and you can register for the reunion at sisterspeakproductions.com slash register. And we also have Instagram, which I'm not, we're not too active on, but that's no. also Sister Speak Podcast, but we're going to hopefully get a little bit more active on Maybe, Instagram. maybe so. I just forget it's there. We follow a lot of people back, so. Yeah. We follow actually everybody back who follows us, so. Okay. Send us a follow on there. And I believe that is it. Oh, we're also on Google Plus at googleplus.com slash sister speak podcast. All right. That's it for now. I'm Sister K. And I'm Sister J. We're happy to be back with y'all. Yay. See you next time. Bye.